Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. On this week's episode of the podcast, we've got a mum and daughter duo who are smashing it in property. So I'm joined by Sophia Botchway and Danica Samuels. So hi guys, thanks for joining us. Hi Kevin. Hi Kev. So um, before you got into property guys, just tell the audience a little bit about what you were doing. So I guess we'll start with, with you, Sophia. And what were you up to before property? Well, before property, um, I'm an accountant by profession and I was working for the National Audit Office um, where I've been for 12 years. 12 and a half years and I'm just loving it but then I realized that I need to have a change and I decided to look into what else is available there. Oh, and how long ago was that? So that was 10 years ago Right. So you're and I've, I've been in properties now for seven years. Okay wow and Danica? Um, so I trained as a paralegal and during lockdown decided that I also wanted to change. My mum had grown the property side of the business and needed some help so yeah she dragged me on board with her what's a paralegal um basically a solicitor's <laughs> can you say that can I, can I swear on here i don't know can she say that yeah you just did <laughs> she just said that she said she's a solicitor's b- um yeah so um i, tra- I tried to beat that out <laughs> but no doing all, all the um kind of like prep work for for a solicitor oh, okay cool and so you got into property back seven years ago. Yeah. Built up the property business. And but not actually owning more than a couple of properties myself, mainly right. buying um, for investors and managing it on their behalf. Because when I left the National Audit Office, I actually left to set up my own accountancy business. Okay. And while doing that, I noticed that some of my clients had money and they asked me, what can I do with your money? And I said, well, why don't you invest it in properties or something? And they, most of them said, well, we don't have the time. Can you do it for us? So I start doing it for them. And that's how we build our initial property portfolio that I start managing. Oh, wow. So just your, your accountancy clients would come to you. You know all about their finances. Yeah. They've got lots of spare money. Mm-hmm. And they say, what do I do with it? You say, I'll buy some property. You buy some property. But you find them the property. I find a pro- I source a property for them. Charge them a sourcing fee? Just charge them a sourcing fee. Um, and then the management fee and the final tenants as well. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. And you did, did that for how many years? So I, I did that for about five to six years. It started getting more busier. Um, I'm still running my accountancy business and it started get, becoming too much. So I thought, I need help. I need someone to help me. And I thought, oh, why not get my daughter to come and help me? <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to drag her into the business and that was during lockdown when she was fed up working long hours in her job not getting paid enough so then I managed to get her to convince her to come and join me. So did you quit the legal job completely? I did yeah. Right, full time with your mum. What's it like working with your mum? It's great. Be honest. <laughs> Be honest. Um, it's great. I think um, we have to kind of try and keep the mother-daughter relationship and not just property, property, property but that is how it ends up I think. She says that, but just before the interview started, as we were walking in here, all they spoke about was property. (laughs) Not dinner this evening, not anything for the weekend, just property. (laughs) So how do you get that balance right? Um, I try and call my mum just randomly just to 
kind of like see how she is or Sunday I just popped around and you were like oh <laughs> I was surprised to see you because I only ever see her at work in the office otherwise so yeah just I guess showing up unexpected at the house and when you show up unexpectedly at the house though do you how do you not avoid how do you avoid getting into a conversation about a property we usually do halfway yeah, through usually the case yeah because I just, don't think we've mastered that yet no we haven't we love properties so yeah we usually do but we're going on holiday next week and it's been agreed that we've been it's, it's not going to be a work holiday, no talking about properties, no taking work um, laptops or anything like that. So let's hope that works. Right. That'll be a test. <laughs> You'll have to feedback and let us know. So when did you find Progressive? So I found Progressive in 2020, actually during lockdown by right. accident, um, watching a YouTube video and you pop up on there, Kevin, talking about no money down. Um, and I thought, oh, this sounds interesting. So I bought your, your online course. Right. And that's how I found Progressive. And I was actually due to do that course the following morning. This is going to be a bit of a sad story, unfortunately, but I have to get it in. Due to do that, um, that course the following morning, but I woke up that morning to find out that my friend had died in a car crash. Oh, wow. With her three, uh, three daughters, her three children overnight. All, all of them? All of them. So I couldn't log in that nine o'clock that morning to do the course, obviously, because I was completely heartbroken. Um, I didn't do anything with properties or progressive for a few more months and then just out of the blue about three four months later after that you pop up again on my youtube feed and something just said to me just go for it so i phoned progressive again to say this is what's happened can i do the course and i explained it to them and they said well, why don't you come into the in-person so i came to the in-person um no money down and did a course there and I was completely blown away, completely blown away about everything I learned up from you to the point where I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I came back a second time. You did. And I brought my daughter along <laughs> and my friend <laughs> to come on to the course as well. So after doing the course a second time, we then bought your, your No Money Down Mastermind. And in that short time to now, our property business and our own portfolio is grown about three, four hundred percent. Wow. So before sort of 2020 and seeing me on YouTube, you were just doing deals for other people. For other people, yeah. Had you done any for yourself? Only had two. Two for, for yourself. myself, yeah. And then what have you done sort of in the last couple of years then? So since doing your course and learning about you, I realized that actually I don't have to buy properties with my own money. I could use other people's money to buy my properties for my portfolio. Now I have six properties um, that we own and currently have three in legals. Um, which is due to complete shortly and we also managed to get some rent to SA deals as well because of learning that from you I never knew about rent to rent or any of those kind of strategies until I came to um, Progressive um, yeah so that's where we are now six of our own three in in legals and Dinika's got two of her own as well well okay so yeah, are you yeah. doing them separate do you do them together separately um, is it like a joint family thing or are you keeping them very separate yeah i mean everything's under my mum's business at the moment right. but after we came to no money down i decided i wanted to do some of my own stuff so she yeah. helped me set up my own property business as well is there other brothers and sisters yeah i'll go so um yeah i've got two brothers so one we have as part of the build team at the moment and we brought him along to Masopi, try and get him a bit involved. And then my other brother is 16 years old and he's like an IT geek. So I'm trying to get him on the software side 
but I'm pretty sure it would just be a, a family business. Right, cool. So the whole mm. family involved. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got family members working in the office as well. So, yeah. so um, in, in the office, what does everybody do? So when you said, the, are you still doing your accountancy stuff yes, as well? Yes, still doing my accountancy side, which is really good because it means that I could get even more money to feed my property, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my property addiction, which really helps. Um, we've got four other people working in the office. We've got a property manager and we have her, her sister working with us as well. Yeah. We have a, a, another accountant in the office. We have our creative um, for our essays and we have her daughter working with us as well <laughs> doing all the social media. So it's a very, very family top like click kind so of business. And what's the plan next? So where, what do you, what, where's the long-term goal? Is there a limit where you're thinking that's how many properties I want to get and that's it? Or are you looking to go like empire building? Where, what's the plan? Sky's the limit really. Sky, yeah. yeah. I, I think we're only just starting out. We've only been in Progressive a year and a half. We're just about starting. Our plan next year is to get bigger. Um, we want to try and get more uh, deals in terms of using your strategies, lease options especially, and tenant buyers. I mm. think it's a really, really big op op opportunity, um, especially in the area where we live yeah. as well. This is a more expensive area, so we want to get a lot more tenant buyers, especially university graduates, get them on the property market that way, and then build our portfolio. What would, you say, what would you say to anyone at the moment who's listening to this thinking is now a good time to buy property? Isn't Should you be waiting until, you know, is the market going to crash, etc.? What would you say to them? Well, as you always say, the right time was yesterday, so definitely. Yeah. Now is a really the best time to get into property. There's so many deals coming on the market. There's lots and lots of people who bought their properties two years ago um, on a two-year fix, now suddenly having to remortgage in a new year. They're going to struggle. Also, with um, capital gains being slashed in April by the government, lots of people, non-professional property people, want to sell before April. So now is definitely the best time to use the creative deals that we've learned from you, Kevin. As an accountant, um, a lot of people out there at the moment are seeing that like, there's a lack of money. As an accountant, are you seeing a lack of money or a lot of money? There's a lot of money, a lot, a lot of money out there. There's so many people have got money sitting there, inflation is eating at it, and they do want to use it. They want it off their account. They want to see it in something. Lots of money. For anybody who's listening to this and thinking, it's great for you, you're an accountant, you had uh, people coming to you, you could tell what they had. What sort of tips would you give them if they were thinking to have been able to maybe JV with a local accountant? Um, how should they approach them? What could they do to make it a win-win or beneficial for both parties? Even though I've, I've, I'm an accountant and I've, I have clients and I can see what money they, they've got, I've actually been approached and given money by people who are not my clients. Mm -hmm. I don't know what money they have. They've come to me because I tell everyone what I do in terms of property. I talk about the deals that I get. Um, I tell people about what I can do, what returns I could give to them. So they refer people to me as well. Friends and family are referred to me. Recently, I had a client um, whose money, I don't, I don't even know this person, but someone else put them in touch with me. I've also had people approach me on Facebook because of my posts and so on, that again, I didn't know them. So it's just a question of telling everyone what you do. It'd be really good to 
um, collaborate with other people like accountants and mm. so forth. Just get to know them, get to know different different um, people in different industries. I was going to emphasise on that, just building relationships with people because I have people since I've been working with my mum, so even friends who are just like, you know, help me, what can I do? I want to get in property and I'm not an accountant, so there's access to money everywhere. Yeah. With um, mum and daughter working together, do you have... Do you do, do you shadow each other and do the same things? Because often you see two people that work together, maybe couples or, or brothers and sisters or mums and dads, mum, sons and mums or daughters and mums. And what they do is they, they just follow each other everywhere and do the same stuff. And that way you can learn from each other. Yeah. Or do you do very separate roles? So what's the day-to-day running of what you do? Well, I think when I joined, I was very much shadowing my mum because of her experience. But since coming here and doing the progressive courses together, I'm kind of like finding my own feet and learning so we can kind of branch off and mm. use our skill sets in different areas. Yeah. So at the moment, Danica does the, the management side of things, the tenants um, finding, tenant, tenant referencing and so forth. Mm. And I'm more about going to get the deals because I like talking to people. She's not so much about talking to people. So but I like talking to people. So I go out and I find the deals and analyze the deals and I bring it in house and we purchase it. And then I then pass it on to her who then will find stuff like get the tenants in, on board, do the application forms, yeah. referencing, because um, she's the legal person. So right. she's told me off a few times about <laughs> <laughs> my legal skills, has, it's not quite up to scratch. <laughs> so she's rewritten a lot of my, my application forms and my tenancy forms and stuff, and she does all the legal side of things. So yeah, we, we kind of got our, our roles quite separated now. Right, cool. The type mm. of deals you've done, so what sort of deals have you worked on the last couple of years? So. I've done a lot of, um, most of our portfolio is buy to lets initially for my clients. And then our own portfolio we're doing now on the buy to lets is cash purchases. I love buying with cash. It's just so much easier, so much quicker, so much safer. And you can, you don't have to worry about being gazumped and so on. So we've done cash purchase, then um, Muslim BRL. So yeah. that's buy, refurbish, refinance. We currently got three of our completed cash purchases in legals on top of the three that we're buying in three in legals as well. And those are coming to completion. Um, once I pay the investors back, we would be left with about 300, £350,000 profit okay. in, the, in those three. And then we're going to use that towards them buy more properties as yeah. well, as well as raising further cash to do more deals. We've recently got our um, two SAs ready to go live, which is exciting because it's a new it's a new strategy for us it's been literally all brr up to now single lets but now we're going to the sa okay so for anybody listening don't know what brr is it's buy refurbish rent refinance so basically you buy a property refurbish it we rent it out and then refinance it to get your money back out again or most of your money back out mm. um in in terms of the area so for anyone listening in and they're thinking these these leaders are great where are they kev so where are you in the country? We're, we're in Oxfordshire, yeah. China, um, a little village called China in Oxfordshire. Okay. And is that where you're investing or where do you invest? We, inv- we invest in our area um, mostly now, but we also invest in Durham, Durham County. Um, because of regeneration that was happening in Durham, we right. decided to go there and get properties for our investors to help with right. the regeneration. So yeah. some in Oxfordshire, some in Durham. Yeah. What sort of Break percentage-wise, would it be 50-50, 60-40? About 70-30? Yeah, but we're looking to do more in our 
local area at the right. moment. Yeah. Um, and I'm currently living in High Wycombe and we've got a property in, well, that's an essay as well, going through mm. legal. So you know, High Wycombe is also an area. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so Oxfordshire, High Wycombe, 30% of your deals in that area. Yeah. That's a very expensive area for the UK. And a lot of people maybe listen to this. Often I hear that people say, I'd love to do property, but I live in an expensive area. So what tips would you give people who live in an expensive area around being able to do property where they live? Expensive areas is actually where you can make a lot, a lot more money than the cheaper areas because you can add a lot more value. Um, for example, we've um, got a BR which we bought it cash for 300,000 and spent 80,000 um, to refurbish it. Then it's valued at 515. Um, at the end of the refurbishment. So that's a really, really big chunk of profit. In yeah, so there. just say those numbers again <laughs> for everyone. We bought a purchase property for 300,000 yeah. and spent is 80,000 to So it's 380 total. And um, 14,000 stamp duty. Right, so 400K. And it's same. valued at 505,000. So over 100 grand over of value. 100 grand value. You could probably buy Durham for that. <laughs> <laughs> you could yeah. buy three in Durham for that. <laughs> You, you can't get those city. kind of deals. You can't yeah. get those kind of deals in the in the, in the cheaper areas. Right. Um, middle of doing another deal in our area, a, a one bed which has been turning to a two bed. I've already done the numbers that we gain for two hundred thousand for that one bed. It's going to cost fifteen thousand to turn into a two bed, two bathroom, and then valued at two two six five for a two bed. Again, it's a good sixty thousand pound profit. So. You can do a deal in any area, really. Mm. You've got to ch choose the right strategy mm. based on the area that you're investing in. But high value areas, to me, actually works a lot better because you get better return. Right. You mentioned working with investors and obviously some of them are your accountancy clients, some of them are just people that you, that hear about you and meet you. Yeah, and friends and, and family. What, what's in it for the investors? So are you joint venturing or are you just giving them a loan on a return on their money? And no. then I guess what sort of return do they get? No, not not um, none of it is joint venturing. Really, it's just direct loan agreement. I literally just say, would you be interested in giving me your money to invest in properties, and I'll give you a return each month for a year, two years, whether we agreed on on average about five to six percent, right. which is a lot more than they'll get in the, the money bank. sitting mm. in the bank. Mm. And then I'll give them some like a um, a guarantee. Right. So typically, people with some spare money sitting in a bank and they want to get five six percent return on it yeah. rather than nothing in the bank. Exactly. Okay. And also, the moment with inflation, they're actually getting backwards. even less. Yeah, yeah. even <laughs> less. Yeah. And it's completely hands off as well. So. Yeah. So what what are you working on right now? Oh, so <laughs> at the moment we've got um, an essay which we are setting up, so a serviced accommodation which we're having staged and ready to to let or market. And that's in the, the one next in High or so. Um, no, so this one's actually in Tame. So okay. that's another area I should have mentioned. We're also doing <laughs> stuff. We're also doing stuff in Tame. So Chinna and the surrounding kind of villages and towns, we're we're there. Um, and when that's up and running, what sort of profit would it be bringing in? Um, God, we worked this out today. It was yes. So we said three, yeah, this one is a three-bed um, essay. We, if we do minimum of fifty percent occupancy, okay. we will not make much, not a huge profit. But there's such a high demand over there. We've done numbers that we can get about eighty percent occupancy. Yeah. We're giving. We've agreed a thousand six hundred a month rent for the landlord. All our overheads and everything will bring it to two thousand two hundred. We should be able to make about four or five thousand um, pounds per month 
Yes, I think it worked minutes. out as a 20 grand profit, profit over the three years, but that's at a 50% um, occupancy. So anything above that is, is even more profit. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Next yeah. year, are you looking to do more SA, more buy refurbishment refinance? What's the, what's the next year plan? So next year is to um, try and get more direct to, um, to vendor or landlords for rent to SAs and also telling buyers, hoping that by June of next year, we can get about five tenant buyers on sort of like on board and at least five new essays as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the areas that I think might be able to help a, a lot of landlords, which we're going to explore, is lease options. So next year, our area we want to look at is tenant buyers, essay and lease options. Right. Mm-hmm. And the tenant buyer stuff is really exciting. But for many people watching this, they're probably no idea what a tenant buyer even mm-hmm. means. So obviously, had you, did you know what tenant buyer meant before you came and did the nominee downtrend? No. no. All these creative <laughs> strategies, didn't know any of them until we came to the no, the no money down course. For anybody listening, in sort of one or two minute quick example, of what, what is a tenant buyer? Give them a little example. It's tenant buyers, when you take a property and you put a tenant in there who you then agree will buy the property of you at a, a fixed price in the future, whether it's a year, two years, or three years, they pay you a fixed rent every month. They take care of their house, no management fee, no voids, no hassle. Um, and at the end of the three years, they then take a mortgage and buy, pay you the agreed price. If they don't sort of like go through with it, you then put another tenant buyer into the property. It's like the- listening to myself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say there's a benefit to the tenant and the landlord because a lot of tenants or I guess potential buyers can afford the deposit but not the monthly payment so it's like they get to put a low money down on a property and then pay their rent and a top up and it yeah. means that they can get on the property ladder. So they get to enjoy the property today and then build up the deposit while they're living in it Yeah, mm. and it's going to be massive in the next few years so yeah. definitely something people listening in want to be thinking about. Yeah. So guys thank you for coming in and joining us. Um, like everyone's going to really love this. If you are at home and you are a mum and daughter, a mum and son, a dad and daughter, or a dad and son, or a dad and anybody, or a mum and anybody, then join up and get into property. Why not? And start challenging these ladies. Set a competition to do more than them next year. <laughs> You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. Remember, we're out every single Tuesday, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. I've been Kevin McDonald. She's been Sophia Botchway. Her daughter has been Danica Samuel. And I'm going to see you next week. Mm-hmm.